1: Could your pet be considered obese and heading into fall with your dog in style and protected? That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started.
0: Hey, do you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie.
1: Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian Greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the dot com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back everyone to the Doggy Diva show. I'm here with Monica Layton, president of Professional Pet Sitting. And Monica, this week we have a very important day coming up, and we all may have one of these in our family. It is a little holiday call, recognition day, called Pet Obesity Awareness Day. Not that I'm saying anyone's obese in my family. Coco, but uh, (laughs) can you just tell us a little bit about this? Absolutely. So yes, October
3: 14th is Pet Obesity Awareness Day. I personally love this day and it's never about shaming because honestly some of my chunky monkeys are like the cutest ones that come in all the time. <laughs> Aren't they like And the
4: I don't have a
1: chunky monkey of my own. I got one on my lap right now. <laughs> and she's quite <laughs> she's quite she's looking at me going, Mommy, don't say I'm fat. <laughs> I didn't. You're cute. That makes That's all the more cuteness I could look at you.
3: Well, Dr. Reinhardt, you know, teases clients all the time when we talk about when they come in and they get their exam and you're doing your body conditioning score and making sure that they're within a healthy um, weight range. And he always teases that we want even though you may want a well rounded pet, <laughs> you don't want them to be well rounded. <laughs> and uh, they usually laugh about that because it's, and honestly, people become very sensitive too when it comes to their pets, you know, just like ourselves. Yeah. No one likes to uh, feel that uh, pets may have a little extra on there. What I think is the most important thing that I love that they do, that they make pet obesity awareness an actual day is because pet obesity awareness is not simply about being overweight it's about the health of your pet and when you have a pet that does have those extra poundages it's not just because your pet's not going to be able to fit in that cute little harness that you wanted or you know they're, it's more about the health and longevity of that pet. Um, pet obesity can actually take years off a of life of a pet. Um, you're looking into illnesses down the road as the pets age, the more time that they have that extra weight on them. Illnesses such as diabetes, especially in cats, overweight cats, and the percentage that end up becoming diabetic later are just the numbers are huge. Thyroidic issues alone, especially in some of your larger breed dogs, a couple extra pounds here and there may not be a big deal when you're just not really truly considering. But imagine those couple extra pounds of weight put on those pets' knees, put on those pets' hips for years and years, and the amount of damage that it's doing to arthritic issues that are going to become issues as that pet ages. So that's really where you have to kind of look and make sure, you know, is my pet an adequate weight? And if it's not, what do I need to do to get it there? So a couple of great things. One, if you have a pet that likes to walk and likes to exercise, it is a great way for families to spend time together, doing family walks. Um, of course, being cautious with heat and everything as to when you do that. But it can be a great family bonding thing. You're talking with the kids about what happened at school that day, things of that nature. Um, it actually gives your family time to stop and chat, and exercise that pet, and the pet gets to have all the important people in their life there, and it's distressing to exercise them. They get out and about, so really get everybody involved if you can, and kind of get out there and do family walks and things of that nature. Um, If you, like me, have, for example, my little pug, Olive, she's one that does not do well on walks, simply because Pugs have those bronchial issues. She overheats extremely easily. She's a black pug. So, of course, you get her out in the sun, and she's automatically going to become hot. But then when you take into the effect that she grunts and groans just to breathe on a normal basis, more or less panting and expending out that heat, it's just a lot on that breed. But she loves toys. So we will sit there, my daughter and I will sit there, and she will play tug of war she will play fetch she's really good at toss and retrieve and we'll do this for a good hour each night at the house and she's in the ac she's getting her exercise getting that one-on-one attention time with her so she's expelling that energy and of course when pets expel that energy they don't get into trouble later you know what i mean yes. <laughs> they have their time we all know that board pets tend to get into trouble um, so you're getting rid of some of that energy. You're having great interaction with your pet, and you're doing things to keep them physically active. Another thing to consider when it comes to pet obesity is the food. So just like people, when it comes to our pets, it's calories in, calories out. So are they taking in more than what they're expelling out in energy? That's going to be your whole basis to kind of get down to the very bottom of your pet's weight. If you try to do weight loss at first at home, one thing that's been recommended by a lot of the pet food manufacturers, things of that nature, is one, when you look at your pet food, the amount that you feed is not based on that breed or even always that size because you can have one pet food diet and you can have a pet that's 20 pounds and they could get a half a cup. And then you could have another pet food diet. That is a different brand, and it's the same 20-pound dog, but that one could tell you it needs one cup. It all really depends on how many kilocalories go into each kibble, and that can vary from brand to brand. So make sure that you always check your diets and also know that the recommendations that they give, like they'll say you feed up to a cup a day, well, that's going to be for a high-energy pet. So if your pet is not high-energy, it may not need that whole cup a day. They're doing that basis on a high-energy pet to make sure they get enough caloric requirement. So even though that pet food is saying feed a cup a day, a cup a day for your pet, just because of the energy level, may be too much. So what you can do at home is just to start out, they say if you feed one-third less, so 70% of what it tells you to feed on your pet food bag. So if it tells you one cup a day, then cut it by 30%. And try that out for a couple weeks. Make sure your pet is feeling satisfied that they're not constantly right there at the bowl wanting more. Um, And that may start to have them shed a little weight because some pets will kind of graze and eat things. If you find that your pet is one that doesn't eat the entire meal and walks away, then it's probably getting fed more than what it needs. Another thing to look at too is if you have pets that are just ravenous at the bowl, they're always wanting to eat no matter how much you put down. Talk to your veterinarian. That may just be that pet, but it may be that your pet has a thyroid imbalance and that that hunger is being urged by that. Um, so definitely you know, having them tested and um, check the thyroid because a lot of overweight pets may potentially have thyroid issues and getting them on a thyroid medication can also help with that weight loss as well. There's also a great amount of pet food diets out there that come in weight loss um, formulas. So definitely talk to your veterinarian, you know, check out what works best for your pet. But the main thing is feeding an appropriate amount, um, trying not to do a lot of high-calorie items, and getting your pet exercise will keep them at a good, healthy weight to keep them at a good, healthy life stance. So when they get older... That does not do damage to their body.
1: Now, Monica, what about... Treats, and I think this is where some of us pet parents may fall into that gray area, because you may have a couple of pets that are fine with just eating what's in their bowl or eating whatever they want in their bowl, and then you have you may have another one who's like, "Okay, I finished my bowl. Where's my cookie? Where?" where, where? I'm not saying that word too loud. They're all looking at me. Um, <laughs> so, what is like for treats? And I feed mine a pretty low cal. Treat and so that I don't really have to worry about it. But I know there's some people that do feed kind of like high caloric or a bigger treat for even their dog. I have three small dogs, but some people like, oh, why are you giving such a small treat? Well, because I have to especially with olive I have to keep her weight down because she only has the three legs and if she puts on one pound that could throw everything totally off so how important are treats and they're like homemade treats or is there things that we could do to maybe help keep our pets weight down if we're watching their caloric intake by their food how can we also help to do it with treats
3: Absolutely. So that is a huge factor. (laughs) And a lot of times when we're doing exams and talking to clients, you know, they're like, well, you're only feeding the small amount. But then when you talk to them about the pet's daily routine, you'll see like they're getting like literally a dozen treats a day. (laughs) By the time you take them out four or five times a day and they get treats after each walk or Uh, you know, after each meal, they'll get a treat afterwards. Well, they have to have a little dessert. (laughs) They have their dinner and then they get their cookie. And
2: (laughs) and there's nothing
3: wrong with
1: that. That's
3: fine. But when you look at your pet food recommendations, that's a total caloric requirement for 24 hours. So if it tells you to feed a cup a day and then you're doing a dozen treats on top of that, that's a huge amount of calories. That are not factored into <laughs> into play there. So, um, if you are doing a lot of treats, then definitely you've got to cut back that food to equivalent for that extra amount of calories. Another thing, you know, like you had mentioned, is the appropriate size, you know, for the pets. Um, and also the amount of calories in each treat. My dogs would love milk bones and vegan strips and all those things. Like they think they're wonderful. But they're extremely high in fat. I personally, and this is just me, um, for my dogs, I have found that because I have the pug, and then also I have one Yorkie that is, uh tends to be a little uh, food heavy. Um, I have found that giving them things like apples and carrots and green beans are a huge one. Green beans are like a natural filler. And it helps offset my huh, my child's need sometimes to uh, feed them stuff when she doesn't finish her dinner. Things of that nature, like I don't know why, but it fills that need of giving them something extra special. And when you do that as treats, they're all lower calorie items. <laughs> One thing that when you do um, talk about doing diets and things that you can do homemade, you'll find a lot of these um, weight loss diets, they use green beans as a filler. And um, I found just over the years and talking to clients and then my own, we'll do frozen green beans. Buy a bag of frozen green beans and we'll just grab a, one or two out of the bag out of the freezer and give it to them as treats because they're cold, which they like. They're crunchy, they're crunchy. which they like. Mm. It's great for their coat and it's a filler. It makes them full, and it's extremely low-calorie.
1: Sophia, she's gone on over the bridge and I'm sure she's much, she's running around and much thinner now. But when she was h- here, she, you talked about if they're ravenous, I had her tested and she actually had Cushing's disease and yeah. she was a little Italian greyhound like olive, but put on um, an immense amount of weight, but it was really hard to control and it wasn't because she was eating a lot. And so you had recommended the green beans every night before we went to bed, you know, we take them out to go to the bathroom and I'd have the frozen green beans and if by chance I was late Taking her out, forbid! I, God forbid! I was watching a TV show or something. She would come into me running, and she'd go running from the refrigerator to me, the refrigerator to me, the refrigerator until I got those <laughs> green beans out. And I remember thinking, green beans? She's never going to like green beans. She loved them. And you're right; it, the frozen keeps it crunchy, and they—they they, she loved them. So, going from one that knows, and you had recommended it, because I'm going, how am I going to keep her weight down? What am I going to do? And of course, we had to. Do do things medically, but we also had to sort of keep her diet in check. And that was one of the things that we did. And then I had another one, Lily, who loved carrots. I mean, she just Uh loved carrots. You try them, they're low calorie. They're really good for them, and it's something kind of out of the box. So
3: they do have lower calorie treats out there, yeah. which are great. And I'm not knocking dogs. No, things. I like, have, I have
1: whatever. those. Yes, I use. them. I keep them in my purse all yeah. the time. It's my, it's my little uh, in case they get out of control. I go here, and it's low cal, and it's gives them the the oomph that they need, and they think they're getting something. But I do have, I do have those at at home. I use the um the other ones, the the green beans
3: yeah but for us it's like when you look at one it's a little healthier it's less calories than what they'd be getting out of a dog treat and two the cost a bag of frozen green beans is what like less than two dollars
1: it's a whole bag yes it's a huge savings and it's healthy for them and they like that crunch (laughs) and the coldness so i I think those are great ideas, and and I thank you very much. And and again, October fourteenth is Pet Obesity Awareness Day. And Monica you just gave us some great information on not only how to feed our dogs correctly, or better understand the the way the the bags read to feed them. What we could what we could do to decrease the calorie level based on their their level of exercise, but also good to take a walk, good bonding. All these things are great information. And, and if you have some green beans or carrots in your home, you just may find out that your pets love them. So as always, I thank you. Great information. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Have a great week. Hello everyone, Susan Marie and Miss Olive here to introduce Miss Olive's third book in the Doggy Diva Diaries, the trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. In the third book in the series, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Winter Wonderland, Miss Olive wonders about the true meaning of the holidays, and she discovers that the greatest gift of all is the joy of giving and sharing love and kindness with her forever family and friends. Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Winter Wonderland is available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, other book retailers, and on our website, TheDoggyDiva.com. Miss Olive and I are wishing you all a happy holiday season filled with kindness, joy, and love. Thank you, everyone. The holidays are coming up. Keep your pups in style and well protected against the elements. Stay tuned.
5: For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal... The death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet And I love you still. A thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers.
0: Let's talk pets.
2: Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio.
0: Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Dot com. <laughs>
1: Welcome back everyone to the Doggy Diva show. Walkie Paws is the world's first dog legging designed to protect your pups from germs, dirt, chemicals, rain, snow, and much more walkie paws helps to make walking your furry friend more comfortable safe and truly enjoyable with us today is a fellow dog lover to tell us all about walkie paws and she is the founder and ceo of walkie paws lisa baronoff welcome back lisa Hi, Susan. Thank you so much for having me back. Love being on the show. Uh, we love having you. Now, for some of our first-time listeners who may not know about you, you have a really diverse and accomplished background, including being featured on Shark Tank. Can you tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm originally from South Africa, and I have a,
4: had a career in marketing working for Companies like Sara Lee, Hosiery in South Africa, and then when I moved to the States, I worked for Revlon and then for Mattel, um, toys for a really long time. And then I um, stopped working because I had my children, and I also had my fur babies at the time. And um, way back in about 2015, I had a problem with my cocker spaniel. He got really sick. I live in Manhattan, and you know, walk the streets of New York, and um, he you know, had a really bad stomach and was throwing up and I took him to the vet and the vet was like, you know, it just snowed. And what happened is he ingested the snow milk chemicals off the ground by licking his paws. And she said, you need to put him in booties if it snows. And I was like, what do you mean? What are booties? She said, well, dogs, you know, you need to put them in boots to walk them, you know, when, when you're outside. When it's I had no idea at the time. So I went on a mission, bought a you know ton of different boots for, you know, my dog, um, Toffee. And all of them had the same problems. They were just really hard to get on because they were four individual shoes. And then they relied on being really tight on his legs to stay on. And then invariably when I got them on toffee and I got outside, one of them would fall off in the snow. And I'd come home with two or three boots from a set of four and have to buy a whole a whole nother lot. And then sort of my marketing brain kicked in because I'd worked in the hosiery industry for many years. And I came back one day and I was like, let's put a pair of pantyhose on top and see how that works. And I put these pantyhose on and tied them on his back. And I had this idea for a legging where the booty would actually be attached to a legging sort of like leggings that we wear as as women and they'd be comfortable and they wouldn't rely on being tight around the ankle. They'd all connect together. So you'd never lose a dog shoe again. And they'd stay on because they'd be suspended, you know, over your dog's back So I then, you know, with my kind of marketing background, went on a mission to create the world's first doggy legging. And there's, you know, this huge trend, as you know, towards humanization where people are doing for their dogs what they do for themselves. So with the trend towards athleisure in the women's wear industry for many years, um, I had this vision of dogs wearing, you know, their Lululemons and their little walkie (laughs) paws all over (laughs) the streets. And... So it was kind of a combination of functional and fashionable. And the added benefit that I didn't even think of at the time, but that has now you know, become apparent, is with the legging covering the dog's entire leg, it protects the, the, the fur as well, you know, especially in the winter with snowballs. I now have a golden doodle. And he yeah. gets a lot of snowballs in his fur. So, and a lot of, you know, consumers have emailed us and said, thank you so much, because the booties just covered just the little, you know, paws. But the legging goes all the way up and it's water resistant, so it protects the entire, you know, the entire leg. So that was the sort of, you know, the beginning of walkie paws. And since then, it's just been growing and growing.
1: Well, and I live in the south and we have, there's lots of long, we don't have a lot of sidewalks in where I live. I got walkie paws for Olive because of the chemicals in the, the lawn. You know how they do the fertilizer and stuff. At first right. I had her in booties and like you, they would fall off and her, she's an Italian greyhound and she has three legs. So her legs are very, very thin. They're, they're very, very thin. She only weighs eight and a half pounds. I had a really hard right. time even getting booties to fit her. When I tried the walkie paws, it, not only are they stylish, I don't think we've even gotten into that yet. They're stylish and they're comfortable. They stay on. They don't twist around. And I feel like I'm really secure because so she's not going to be licking all those chemicals. That's what it is. Let's describe actually what they look like, Lisa, because I'm thinking people are trying to envision it in their head because they're so, they're cute and they're very stylish and very practical at the same time and very comfortable. Right,
4: yeah, they um so let me try and describe. So if you can imagine an actual legging, like a spandex lycra, four-way stretch legging like you would wear, um, that comes in plain patterns. So we have like brown and black, and then we also have really cool patterns as well. Um, that goes all the way up the leg and the four leggings connect together with a really clever um connector over the back we actually have two connectors over the back there's like a heart shape that's more towards your dog's lower back and then a toggle that's you know sits by your dog's shoulders and that's where you can adjust you push the little toggle in and you can adjust the leggings over your dog's back so they they actually come like fairly long so they would fit you know a taller dog with skinny legs but if you have a shorter dog to the ground then you just pull the toggle mm-hmm. you know in and you would have more fabric you know at the top and then we also have shown um customers on our website what they can do if they have extra straps because if they have a very short dog there will be a lot of extra strap and you can easily tie them in a bow just leave them the way they are or there's also a way you can just tie them in a very tight knot and cut them off and then there's no extra straps so and it just looks really clean you know and neat so it's essentially four leggings attached together that go over your dog's back and the great news is it's really easy to get them on because you kind of if you can imagine you're leaning over your dog from the top and then you put the four sort of leggings over their back. And then you you actually have a suspension to slip their paws in because the legging hangs down and then you can just slip a paw in, as opposed to when you're trying to put a booty on, you almost mm-hmm. need two people because you need one person to hold the dog and the other person, you know, to put the, the sort of booty on. But here they're hanging down and it's almost like a sling in a way. And you don't have to fiddle with your dog's sensitive paws because dogs don't really like their paws being touched. So this way you can just slip the whole leg in and then you tighten it over the back. And they, you know, they forget they're wearing them because they don't really, there's nothing sort of uncomfortable for them. They, you know, it's kind of like a bodysuit like, once they're in them. It is. So <laughs>
1: like little doggy
4: spanks. <laughs> exactly.
1: And, and the
4: funniest thing is my dogs, Um, you know, when I've been testing them and I've sort of had them on, they'll lie and go to sleep in them and have them. And I'm, I'm like, I don't understand why they don't try and get them off, but they don't because they just forget that they They are,
1: they're real comfortable. And you know, Lisa, since we last talked to you, which was quite a few months ago, there's been a change. It's even, you've made them even newer, better, which I can't believe because they're so comfortable and so stylish and they're, my dogs love them. And I mean, Olive, who has three legs, gets around great on them. It actually gives her traction. So I really, really Love it and appreciate it for my needs for her, but um, there you've done more to improve them.
4: We have, you know, Susan. We we're very responsive to customers. That's the one thing we really are invested in because I come from a marketing background, and it's really all about putting the customer first. So. You know, we rely on customers to give us feedback because I have a golden doodle and I had a, you know, Cocker Spaniel, mm-hmm. but they're all different shapes and sizes and, you know, types of dogs and people live in all different environments. Like, as you said, you need, you know, the walkie paws for a totally different reason. So we rely on all the feedback we get and we take that all very seriously and then we take that back and every single year for 4 we've, we've re-envisaged the walkie paws and just made it that little bit better. So the latest innovation is we have these drawstring leg openings that, um, you know, actually allow you to put the the dog's legs in because the drawstring's open. And then once the legs are in at the opening, which is sort of at the top of your dog's legs, you can tighten the drawstring. And what's great now for rain and snow is that will prevent rain and snow from getting into the leggings. And it also helps them to be more secure and to stay on. So they really then fit all different types of dogs. So we call them adjustable dog leggings because you can adjust the height, as I mentioned, and now you can adjust the width of the legging. So you know, if you have a very skinny dog, you just pull that drawstring tighter, and if your dog's really chubby, maybe you don't even need the drawstring. So and or if they have a lot of fur. And um, so that what people really now only need to do is is take into account the dog's paw width to find the size, because that's actually been a really big challenge with walkie paws. Is it's the first product where you're combining needing to know your dog's paw size with needing to know your dog's height. So we've sort of made it fully adjustable for everything except the paw size. So all you need to know is your dog's paw width. And once you figure that out, you know what size you are because the rest is, is adjustable. And then um, what we've done as well, which is sort of more of a marketing innovation, and it came because a lot of customers are telling us that people stop them on the streets and say, like, what are those and where did you get them? And we figured we'd make it like a lot easier for, you know, to sort of get to have a walking advertisement, so to speak. So now with people using QR codes a lot more, you know, in restaurants and everything, mm-hmm. it's all about the QR code, which actually has been around for a very long time, but people didn't use it for a while. Um, we now have a QR code on our um, on our label on the back of the, the dog. So when they when <laughs> dogs are walking and you know, everyone has their cell phone, whatever, you know, the owner can just tell the person who's asking, you know, to to scan the code and it will take them right to the website. Ah, genius. So oh, I love that, that. Yeah, that's, you know, been really cool. And then there's also in, in what's been happening in marketing, there's a ton of influencer marketing where a ton of people come to us and they say, you know, so many people ask me and I've sold so many products for you. And now we really want to incentivize people to, you know, for, for that to be beneficial to them. So we are going to be launching this whole um, like influencer strategy where people will be able to if they if they want to, if they wanna be you know, if they love walkie calls and they wanna tell their friends and tell people on the streets about it, we'll give them a unique code and we can track what they sell and give them a percentage back so they can actually become mini influencers for us. So that's working on now.
1: I love that. That that that, and that makes it so attainable for, as you say, because people will see us walking, and um, we have the heart and the polka dot, and people will say, "Well, where where did you get those? What are those?" And so, what a better way! It's almost like connecting immediately with the source. So, I think that's genius. Exactly. So instead
4: of spelling it out, you know, like W A L K E E, -E -E. the whole (laughs) thing, you can just be like, take a picture, because people do that so easily, and then you know, if if they want to be part. Part of our um, ambassador program. People can reach out to us. We're going to have that on our website in a couple of weeks' time. And we will give them a unique code so they can actually even give people a discount, friends and family and people that they know. And then they can get a, a commission. So it's sort of like a whole lot of mini um, influencers and ambassadors that love walkie paws and will be helping us out, which is
1: very, good, very, very cutting concept. edge. A- and also Lisa, in addition to like the amazing walkie paws, you have also like a lot of cute accessories that are available. Can you tell us about them? Sure, Sure. So again, everything that we've launched has really come
4: from customers asking us and taking feedback. So a lot of customers have come back and said, you know, why don't you line the walkie paws? So you make the, the booty, you know, really warm for like freezing cold snow and rain and really frigid days. And we are, we have and we are looking at that, but that comes with a lot of intrinsic problems in that right now the rubber is, you know, just kind of smooth inside. It's very easy to clean. You can just put it in the washing mm-hmm. machine and, it, you know, but if you line it with a fabric, it has the tendency to potentially get really yucky and not be able to clean well. Um, so we came up with an idea last year that did so well that we sold out and we're actually just getting new stock in now, which is a liner sock. It's essentially just a little doggy sock that you just slip on the four paws and then it makes it easier to get the legging on because you're covering the dew claws and the nails and you're actually protecting the rubber on the legging. And then you just slip the, you know, the paws in. And that's a way, so on freezing cold days if it's snowing and it's really wet outside, you could have that extra barrier for your dog. Oh, wow. so, and then you can wash those separately. So it makes the, the walking paws more functional. You can wear them throughout the year. And then in cold, really cold weather, you can put the liner socks on. So that we developed last year, and we're continuing with those again. And then this year, we've come up with some new winter wear products. One of them is our adorable pom-pom hat which is the cutest thing ever we about to get shipment of them I cannot not wait to get them on my dog they are it's a hat that has it's a little mild gray woolen hat it has a pom-pom on the top and then two little pom-poms hanging down and a little adjuster around the you know the dog's um, neck but what's really cool is they're two little slits so if you want to you can put the dog's ears through because often with the hats that the hat kind of moves around and covering the dog's eyes. But if you put the ears through and you connect it over the, um, you know, under the chin, it stays on really well. And we've lined the hat as well. So it's water resistant and will really, you know, keep the rain and the snow off your dog's head. I mean, the ears may get wet, but at least their head will, you know, remain dry. And then we are doing, um, and again, this is a little delayed because of all the production um, situation issues in China, but we are bringing in a really, really cool, I should say a warm coat for winter that is our adjustable puffer coat. And it's really designed to be um, sort of like a Montclair coat for dogs, like a really upmarket, very warm coat that's fleece lined and has quilting on the outside. And what's really cool about this coat is it's fully adjustable. There's a little flap on the back you can actually unflap it and you can make it longer. So for, do- for oh, wow. people who have long dogs, because it's very difficult with sizing because you have dogs with short bodies, long mm-hmm. bodies. And again, the little piece that goes under the tummy, the Velcro piece is very, very stretchy. So it can accommodate a very skinny dog and a very you know, chunky dog as well. And then we are adding a little pocket so you can put your poop bags in the pocket oh, on the coat. Wow. So they're just right there. So you lean down, grab a poop bag and you, you know, you're all set to go. And then the, the really innovative part of the coat is we have four little hidden little buttonholes, so to speak, on, on the coat at the four corners that no one would even notice if they didn't look for them. And they, it works fully functional as a coat, and you can use the coat over the walkie paws you already own. But if you'd like to, we now have um, attachable leggings, a set of four attachable leggings that you can buy, and then you can actually attach them to the coat. So you'd put the coat on your dog, you'd slip each legging through the buttonhole, adjust it with the connector to the exact right height for your dog, cut off the extra straps, and then you'd have a full snowsuit. So you wouldn't have to put leggings on first. Right. And then, because that happened to me last winter when it was really cold in January, and I was putting the leggings on first and then the coat, and I was, you know, it would be a a lot easier if it was all in one. So this is like an all-in-one solution for when it gets really cold. You've got it all ready to go. You just slip the coat over the back. The leggings are hanging down. You just put the paws in. You can put your hatch on now as well with the little ear sticking out and, you, you know, you've got the poop bag on the side.
1: Oh, I love know. it. It makes me want to move back up north just so that I could have Olive in a snow suit. <laughs> oh, I love creepy. it. And it's multi. Oh, great, because you think of all these things to make it all multifunctional so that it's it, it works for the dog, but it also works for the pet parent
4: right so it's also just a coat if you just want a coat but if you want it to be a snowsuit you can make I it into a snowsuit that. you can use it if you don't want to buy the attachable leggings you have a pair of leggings you can use it over your own leggings so it's sort of yeah you can use it for you know for <laughs> in whichever which way you want and most importantly it's really really cute it's you know a black shiny quilt That's and then lovely. it's got this mild gray um like knit by the by the neck and that mild gray knit matches the the hat so if you have the hat on it's all really really cute yeah
1: (laughs) uh, lisa where can the listeners go to learn more about walkie paws and the programs that you have like the influencer programs and the other programs that you have going where can they all go to learn about this and of course where they can order their walkie paws
4: Right, right, absolutely. They, um, the best way is just to go to the, the website walkiepaws.com. So it's w-a-l-k-e-e-paws.com. And if you forget what it is, just if you just type in dog leggings, we'll we'll come up because we, we are the only dog leggings on the market. Um, and from there, all the products are available on the website. The coats are not available, and the coats and the hats are not available yet. They will be by November. And we are going to be launching this ambassador program in about three weeks' time. So that will be on the website with a big call out as well. But people can feel free to reach out to us just um, by email, um, at walkiepaws.com, to ask about the Ambassador Program, and we can give them, you know, uh, a preview of how that works and get them set up on that too. So, yeah, so you'll have your dog, you know, all outfitted for freezing <laughs> cold weather for whatever this winter may bring. And, you know, just pr- the other thing just to mention is it really does protect your Your home as well, just from bringing all the snow and the, you know, the mud and the germs into your home. Oh, and there's one other thing I didn't mention, which I should have because it's actually most relevant now, is we have our skull pattern, which is absolutely perfect for Halloween. (sighs) So it's the skull and crossbone walkie paws, so black base with the, you know, the skulls on them. And the great news is it's a Halloween costume on its own. You just put these leggings on and your dog's dressed up for Halloween and you're protecting them you know, from the cold outside and the dirt and you're protecting your home. So if people are going to be doing trick or treating, you know, get a pair of walkie paws skulls for an easy and practical Halloween costume that will continue to be, you know, you can continue to use that.
1: Oh, I love it. And one thing that you touched on, and I want to just bring it up really quick is when we come in the house, we take our shoes off because you don't want to track in the germs, especially now with you know, what everything is going on and the, the health thing, but, but the yes. germs. So you want to leave everything at the door, but your dogs come running in and they've got stuff all over their paws, all over their feet. And they're jumping on the furniture. They're jumping on the bed. That's why I like it too, Lisa, because you're literally taking your dog's leggings off and putting, leaving them wherever you leave their leashes so that it's at the door. You're not having them track all that stuff through your home and to, when they jump in the bed. And so it's like, like uh, i find it to be not only especially in these times with covid and all of the health issues i also find that it's a great way to keep your home kind of healthier and like i said we leave our shoes at the door and we leave our dog's um leggings at the door walkie pies at the door and and it helps to keep the germs out of the house but before we go is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners I think the one other thing I didn't touch on is we are launching a limited
4: edition holiday pattern, which is super cute. And that is going to be available in about a month's time as well. It's got a red base for the um, for the leggings with little um, snowflakes on it and little trees. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. It's a real, you know, very Christmassy look and will look amazing for people's Christmas cards to have your dog in you know the holiday leggings so definitely have your readers look i mean your listeners look out for those as well and just um you know to say to everyone thank you for all your support and we are thrilled that people love walkie pause and we love getting feedback so if anyone has anything to tell us good bad any ideas people have please feel free to reach out to us and we just you know what you just mentioned now about the germs and all of that you know One of our slogans is worry-free walks. Mm -hmm. So I feel like with all the things we have to worry about in these days and times, it's really nice not to have to worry that you come home, you just leave the dirt outside, hang the leggings on the door. You can rinse them if you want to get the dirt off them. And with everyone having their dogs, you know, so many new dogs now, pandemic puppies, et Mm -hmm. cetera. People love having their, they treat them like children. I have my dogs in my bed all the time. So it's just nice to know their paws are not, you know, full of dirt. No, uh, that they're
1: not bringing everything from the neighborhood and the streets. And that's how I look at it. Exactly, 100%. (laughs) Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being our guest and for sharing the incredible Walkie Paws and all of the new stuff that's coming up. It's so exciting with our listeners. And I want to also thank you for all you do to help keep our pups healthy, safe, comfortable making our walks more enjoyable making our walks safe and we're doing it all in style so Absolutely. i love Absolutely. it so thank you so 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 very much and i look forward to uh to seeing the new stuff coming up how exciting so everyone I'll again it is walkiepaws, walkee pause.com You'll see everything there and there's so much coming up. So Lisa, thank you so very much for being our guest and sharing all this great stuff with us. Thanks, Susan. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: Let's
2: Talk Pets. Let's
0: Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet
1: we would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone.
0: That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggiediva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon.